You're listening to the best morning routine ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lunid, and today I have the honor of introducing a very special guest to the show, Jennifer Smurfs. She is compassionate, a health educator that, you know what, genuinely do care about people and helping them live their best and healthiest life. And after being diagnosed with cancer at 43, and multiple surgeries and treatment that went on for months, she really has found her calling to actually help individuals find their, either a fitness goal or how to get rid of toxins, right? To build these diseases and these diagnoses that the body is not fit to live with. So with no further ado, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It is an honor to have you here. Go ahead and tell us about you know, cancer at 43 and how that derailed and changed the course of your life. Yeah, it certainly did. I mean, I've been in the fitness world as a part-time instructor and personal trainer for over 20 years. So to, you think that if you're eating well and you're working out and you're, you know, you're living this healthy life that you, or at least I felt that, you know, I would would be able to avoid some of these mm-hmm. uh, scary diagnoses. And that wasn't the case. So when I learned of my diagnosis, I was fortunate that everything happened fast. I had w- within two weeks had my first surgery, sadly needed another one two weeks later, had time to recover, five months of chemo, one month right around Christmas time for me to again recover before my three months of radiation. So this was prior to the pandemic because I was diagnosed May 2019. I, when the pandemic hit in March 2020, I had just finished my um, radiation, so I felt all of that was in my favor. I think being fit and and healthy helped me get through what I went through. But yeah, it rocked our world. Well, I have two boys, and at that time they were 11 and 13, our rep hockey players. So life doesn't stop, and it. We had to keep going and, and do what we could to um, to get myself through, as well as not make too too much of a disruption with the family life. Yeah, that that can be challenging, especially when something so abruptly um, hits you and you're not prepared. You didn't you didn't expect this being as healthy as you are, right? Absolutely, and I mean it, it's it's certainly anyone can be diagnosed with it with really anything. Um, yeah. This this was more of a wake up call that 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 is the case. Yeah. Tell us how you manage to keep the family life stable, because sometimes a lot of women are on the cornerstone, right, to, mm-hmm. to keeping the, the family together. And if it's you that's hit like that, how what was your challenges at that time? Yes, I think it was staying motivated. I mean, for myself, I, I try I Started the chemo in August. I was able to continue teaching my classes and working for two months. And then at the end of or more the start of October, I realized this point have no hair. I had lost weight. Again, the motivation for myself and getting up and doing things was enough. Never mind trying to motivate a group of people. So as much as I could, I tried not to let my my boys see it and not to hide it. But just I didn't want them worrying. 
So I continued to go to games and practices. I had my husband was great for for hockey and and tried to make either arrangements or to do most of the the driving. Our community in general was phenomenal, whether it was the fitness club that I was at, the hockey community, neighbors, friends. I mean, they had meal trains for us. They saved money for um, a house cleaner. I I mean, I was blessed. I really was. And for myself, it was just trying to incorporate coping strategies, deep breathing, trying to go for walks and outside in nature. And I really, my, my workouts, so to speak, the traditional workouts that I was doing, I, I couldn't continue and didn't have the strength, interest or <laughs> anything yeah. for it. But I did try to do move my body in some way every day. And again, I do think that that helped. And as much as I could, try to get the nutrients in and drink water and, and healthy choices. So I think all those together helped mm-hmm. <laughs> some days easier than others. Yeah, the, the healthy habits, right, that, that you have to put in place to combat the disease, to combat the, the lack of motivation or lack of energy. It's, it's ironic. You say, you know, you work out, you're exhausted, but it actually gives you more energy. Yes. Um, at the end of the day. So that's really um, nice to hear. Now you've gone off to now help others. Yeah, you know what? It was it was a combo of a few things. One, we're in the pandemic. The gyms were closed. My career consulting um, role was far and far between when I would get assignments. And at this point, I had learned that I had the, a third cancerous tumor. So had to go through three more surgeries in addition to the two I had the prior year. So once again, huge wake up call that what else is going on? You know, I am doing what I think is important. Yet I less than 11 months later and I was still in treatment. I learned of this third tumor. So I started doing research and reaching out to various nutritionists, naturopaths, holistic healers, just to explain my story and say, you know, what else can I do? I I really, really want to avoid my fourth diagnosis. And, you know, is there any suggestions? And I kept getting directed to do more research on the household products that we use Mm -hmm. and the number of toxins that are quite dangerous to our health that we use probably on a daily basis. So I've used natural products. I've used essential oils in the past, but I I just, I had no idea that the dish detergent or the candle that I was burning, I I just never put enough thought to that. So once I learned that, I changed how I buy things and made sure that I knew what was in each products and, you know, source that a little bit more and I'm now just trying to educate other people. Um, I'm not going to claim that it will prevent cancer or any other diagnosis, but if it could help prevent it in one way, I'm, I'm all for, you know, all for giving that a go because I really would prefer someone else not to have to go through what I did. Yeah. What is one of the biggest items that that's a daily use that we don't consider it has toxins in it that we're uh, ingesting besides plastic? But yeah, besides plastic, I mean, things like even chlorine and bleach and benzenes and, and sunscreens, the parabens, the, the phosphates, the triclosamines, these are words, I mean, other than bleach, I, sure, you knew that you cleaned yeah, with that. Yeah, I knew one word out of that list. <laughs> right? 
Right. I mean, and I mean, I feel that I'm a healthy person. I had no idea all of that. So th- those are some of the the common culprits. There, you know, there there certainly is a lot more, and they use different terms for it. But I now again look very closely, and it, it's similar to what I do when I'm choosing food. I would look at the back of the label and. For the most, usually the less ingredients is better. I mean, it does depend on what you're buying, but usually that's the case, the brand. And that is also the case for the products that we buy. You can't pronounce the words or there's a ton of ingredients. You might want to rethink it because we can go back to basics. Vinegar and water is a pretty good cleaner. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's just it's making people more aware. Not scaring them, not telling them they have to buy a certain brand, but just making them more aware so that they can be more educated shoppers. And there are those other natural-based products out there. There is quite a few. What I caution people is similar to when we're buying foods, when it says organic or natural or gluten-free or you know what, there's a really interesting, you know, the marketers are good at what they do and they get paid a lot of money. So don't just read a label, you know, excuse me, don't just read the front and, you know, the the marketed advertising, how they advertise it. Look on the back and the ingredients are really the key piece. That's great news. That's good to know that they do exist. There's a holistic approach to house cleaning items, not just your food or your diet that you're consuming. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell us um, how it's been riveting to kind of help clients and what are some of the stories you hear? You know what? I um, it Nothing makes me feel better, whether it was when I was working in the gym or coaching someone in, in, in their career transition. When you've helped someone, when they feel better and I mean, again, whether it's cancer or any diagnosis, a lot is in your mind and how you feel. So if someone's making healthier choices, buying better products as a workout routine, you just feel better. And that is, it's contagious. It is exuberated to the rest of the, your, the people that you're around. So nothing, nothing beats that feeling to know that you're a part of someone else's success. Yes. Victory. Because it it really does um, help how you show up. 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah. Let's talk about your how you show up. Let's talk about how you get up, dress up, and show up in, with your morning routine. Yes. So I, I am a firm believer in routines. I, the nighttime and the morning are key. So I, I do try to go to bed at the same time and get up at the same time every day. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. It doesn't always happen, but it. I do feel that that's important for your your circadian rhythm, and I think it allows you to have a better sleep. Yeah. What, before I get out of bed each morning, I just take a few very deep belly breaths, and as I'm doing that, I mean, there, there's many reasons that it's good. the The quick thing is it does calm you, relax you, it activates your vagus nerve, which helps you, you know, get you into a good state, starts my day on a positive note, truly just by doing those five breaths. While I do that, I'm thinking of yesterday and the things that went well and what I'm grateful for. So I don't necessarily write that out. I know a lot of people have their gratitude journal. I'm just thinking of those things as I'm breathing. So that I do every day. Don't even really think twice about it. I just do that. 
when I get up, I often have my coffee. That's part of my routine, good or bad. That's part of my routine. I have most recently started journaling. And over the years, people have I mean, I'm a yoga instructor. I've done mindfulness, meditation, and so forth. I keep getting told about, you got to do this. Yeah. I'm not a writer, and I, it's, I've tried it, and it didn't work. I'm now trying to commit to doing it. And I think similar to meditation is I thought, well, you had to write something really profound, or you had to get into this, you, you know, this <laughs> meditative state. And with both meditation and journaling, there is no right or wrong. Right. Just trying to be present is enough and you yeah. don't have to, you know, thoughts will come in and that is okay. Just do your best to try to refocus. So from the journaling standpoint, when I'm having my coffee, I've just started writing down things that are on my mind. No judgment. I might not ever look back at this. It could be something that isn't going well and I just want to get it on paper. And what I'm finding is when you put it on paper or say it to someone where, you know, you might be accountable for something, it takes the weight off you. Yeah. I'm just finding that it's not create, you know, it's not, (laughs) it doesn't mean I don't have any problems in my life and life is perfect, but I'm a worrier by nature. So it's only been a month. That's what I found I've been doing. And then I work out most mornings, you know, whether that's strength or, or cardio or whatever it is, usually 30 minutes to an hour at most. And then my day begins. So mm-hmm. that's that's my routine for the morning. In the evenings, I always make sure that I'm off my devices at least a half an hour. It should be more, but I mean, listen, <laughs> not really realistic. So at least a half an hour, whether it's my phone or the television, I get away from those Blu-rays. I am within the last hour or so of when I want to go to bed, I I do try to dim the lights a little bit just to get you into that state of "Mm, we're getting Mm -hmm. close to bedtime and doing yoga or stretching and reading right before bed, usually the, you know, 15 minutes to a half an hour. I feel it again, just sort of sets you up for hopefully what's going to be a, a deep, better sleep. I agree. Yeah. Um, totally in the morning, we just talked about it before because you got to get adequate sleep to make it happen. Yeah. You know what? Nothing else uh, works if you, if you don't get that. I'm a firm believer. Absolutely. And, um, well, I love what you said about journaling. You giving it a shot now. It's been a month. And you, what you found out is, is actually true that writing, journaling is a form of meditation within itself. Mm-hmm. And, and you have the same challenges as you would if you were to meditate. It's just a right. matter of like focus, judgment, and, and focus. Mm-hmm. All that comes through um, while writing. So your morning routine sounds um, really, really um, chilled right at the beginning, and it kind of helps set the tone for the rest of the day to kind of give you that calmness to navigate the day. It's really nice. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that. Um, tell us about where we can find you. How can we connect with you? Absolutely. So I am on LinkedIn. Uh, I was a little bit more present in months prior, but I I certainly can be found on LinkedIn, Jennifer Smurs. And I have my website, which is www.jenns, as in Sam, mrz.wix.com. Perfect. Uh, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us and sharing your stories. Quite, quite powerful. We appreciate having you on the show. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Awesome. All right, morning enthusiasts. That's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. 
If you love the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.